Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, thank you for joining me. Now, if someone were to ask you, what's your purpose? What's your purpose in life? Would you know the answer? Now, for some, our purpose in life is super clear. We live it and breathe it every single day. But for so many others, it's a much more difficult question. Finding our purpose can mean so many things. And it may feel a little tricky to really identify your why in life. When sometimes it feels like you don't even know how, when, or what, or what you're even doing tomorrow. So today I'd like you to meet Shahada. Now she is a lawyer turned life and business coach whose life was completely transformed once she discovered, quite by accident, her true purpose and calling in life. Now Shahada now wants to help you identify your purpose and show you how doing so can change your life and thus your business for the better as it did for her. So let's jump in. Welcome, Shahada, to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. I'm really pleased that you're joining me today. Thank you, Larissa, for having me as your guest. Now, for those of you that don't know Shahada, why don't you tell us where you are in the world, what do you do, and how did you get to be doing it? Okay, um, well... Uh, let me just officially or in, formally introduce myself to you and to your listeners. Um, I'm Shohada Alauddin. I'm a lawyer and career clarity and business energy coach with MyReal, which is a coaching and training company that I founded based in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So that's where I am right now. And uh, to answer your question, how did I get into doing what I'm doing right now? Um, as I briefly mentioned earlier, I was previously I was actually a corporate lawyer. I was doing it for 10 years. And then one day I had, well, now I would term it as a meltdown. But at the time when I was going through it, I wasn't <laughs> sure what was going on. Uh, I, I was, I was I basically as a corporate lawyer, I was drafting contracts a lot, negotiate contracts. So I used to do like uh, share sales and takeovers and mergers of companies. Those were like my bread and butter and so I was like doing it for 10 years. So naturally, when you do something that long, you become good at what you're doing, right? Um, and until one day, I found that I was unable to draft a single class. Um, and I was freaking out. Um, long story short, I actually took a break after that. And I attended this one uh, color therapy class, just, you know, just for fun. And that was when I had my... Um, I would say that's when I discovered my true calling. You know, like you see in the movies, um, you know, the frame kind of like froze and you hear all these angels singing in the background. Like, oh! so, <laughs> so I had that moment then when the, <clears throat> I would say the teacher who was doing a, a color diagnosis on me to get to know my personality and he was explaining, oh, Shohada, the kind of... Um, work that would fulfill you is like if you're like a teacher a, a counselor you know a coach and da, 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 da. but I only heard those three things I said like, oh my god I've always had this 
thing inside of me, like this interest, if only I could be doing something like that. But of course, I never did because I was doing what I was, I was a lawyer for so long. I did not know what else to do at the time. So, so, but that was the moment when I actually started thinking like, maybe I should be, you know, consider doing uh, like becoming a teacher, like, which is what I do now, basically. Um, so that was the beginning for me. That was a starting point. Um, but I didn't know exactly what I was going to teach. I just knew I wanted to teach. So I guess after that, I kind of like uh, sat down and really get in touch with, with myself uh, and, and really discovered like, you know, what kind of things I wanted to share or teach people. So that was when I discovered my purpose. Um, so yeah, so it, to answer your question, that's basically how I got into what I'm doing right now. Um, so, but right now, um, I focus a lot on helping women uh, get clear on their purpose so then they can get started with their business. And I also help women to heal their business and money energy so that, you know, you can see um, exponential growth in their business and in their cash flow. I love it. I mean, there's sort of such almost polar opposite activities from uh, a contract drafting lawyer to um, teaching in, you know, women in business. That's, I love a story of sort of polar opposites. Right. What a revelation. It is. And, you know, um, I need to let you know that it, it it's actually was a very scary thing for me because here's the thing. I come from a background or family of lawyers, um, my two, I'm, I'm the youngest of three. So my eldest one is a lawyer. My second one is a lawyer. And then my dad was actually, was a judge at the time. So when I wanted to go and tell him was, um, dad, I'm think I want to quit law and I want to do this. At the time I focused on color therapy. Um, and you know, like at the time people were like color therapy, like, what is that? You know? <laughs> so I didn't know how to go to my dad, who's a, who's a judge, you know, and tell him like, I want to quit law and do this. But I did. Um, and, you know, um, he was very understanding to my, re to my relief. <laughs> it was like, you know, you're old, and, you're old enough and do what makes you happy, you know. So uh, if ever anyone out there listening who thinks that, you know, it's scary to tell someone like your family member or your partner, your spouse, you know, you're going to give them more credit sometimes. Uh, they're actually going to be a lot more sure. understanding than you think they would be, you know. Yeah. And in fact, if the fear the fear of telling them is too strong, it'll get in the way of how you present it and your energy that you're coming across and you almost create a worse situation for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You're so right. You're so on point with that. And, you know, like I said, I, I work with bis on business energy. So that is like definitely one of the things when people ask me, like, how come I'm not, I'm not growing or I'm not, um, no, you're growing, but maybe not as, as fast as you hope it would be. Usually it always boils down to some kind of fear that you have, you know? Mm. So true. So what would you say are uh, the key things that we need to think about if we really are trying to tune into our true purpose? The first thing I would say, Larissa, is get to know who you really are. Um, get to know your personality. Uh, for me, that the, 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 the moment when, you know, I went for that color diagnosis or that color therapy class was when I actually, I mean, I've always known myself, but um, that day things kind of went really deep and I got in touch with like my inner self. And um, for me, it was via color therapy. So it could be, there's so many methods out there for people to get to know 
um, via personality because from there you will know what are your strengths what are your weaknesses when your potential really and uh, it, it all starts from there after that you can then you know dive deeper and find out for example like in my case um, I'm uh, my I'm a white colored person like my color personality is white um, and someone like me loves doing something that is more spiritual hence why i got into energy because that fits in well with me um so which is why the the lawyering bit as good as it was and it was very uh you know it taught me a lot of things but i didn't quite jive with it um mm-hmm. so yeah get to know your personality and then you will know exactly what fulfills you and you actually feel at ease and calm when you think about doing what you're what you're meant to be doing because you don't really see it as work i know this sounds cliche but you don't actually see it as work because you love doing it and for me um, when i love doing something uh, i can just do it for hours and hours and hours and then i just lose track of time next time you know i can start at 12 uh, noon and next thing i know it's already 6 p.m you know and i'm sure this is something that you can relate to as well Larissa. For sure, for sure. I am. Um, I don't know about color therapy, but I do know that I can go into a um, a hole of losing time over creating, building things. Whether it's design or it's a course or a framework or a, uh, usually it's business related. But if I can create something and I get to design it mm-hmm. and work it out, then I'll get lost in a hole, a time warp. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is a, something that I hear from a lot of people as well. You know, when they're actually doing something um, that they really love, whether it's just close to their heart and they're passionate about, this is what I always hear. Like, wow, like, I, can't, I don't know how I just spent like six hours doing this. It felt like it was just like an hour ago. So, um, yeah, it, this, is a, this is definitely a, I would say, like a characteristic to one of the things, if you're doing something and you can lose track of time, I think that's a, that's a sign that you're, you're going the right path. Okay, I love that. We needed that kind of like, how can we latch on to something? I think that's a really good place to start. Mm-hmm. And so color therapy is a thing that's really intriguing to me. Are there mm-hmm. any other kind of ways that, you know, other things to consider to go and discover one's self? Right. Okay. So again, I'm, I'm going to be talking based on my own personal experience here. Yeah. Um, cool. So first, like I, I got to know my personality and that was via color therapy and it could be any other methods for um, anyone who's listening. If, if you've never heard of color therapy, then, you know, there's so many other methods of getting to know your personality. So just go ahead and, and discover and, you know, find out. Um, secondly, for me was when I found out my color personality. I was still wasn't sure what my um, purpose was. All I knew is just, oh, I wanted to to be like a teacher or a trainer or a coach. But what exactly that I was gonna coach and train people on, right? Um, so I was still continue. I continued working as a lawyer for a while after that, uh, while trying to really discover what I wanted to venture into. And um, so then I started realizing that, oh, you know, because I found out my color personality and um, I want to be a coach or trainer or teacher. Why? And I got, and I got to know this through color therapy. So I decided, Hey, why don't I go and uh, get myself certified to become a color therapist uh, for, for personality identification. So I did that. And after that, I actually quit my practice and started my company, Myro. And I realized people who started coming to me after that are those who were like, who are like me. Um, 
they're like women professionals aged between like 30 to 45 and they want to do a career change but they don't know how or they're scared and you know they don't know where to start and I started uh, realizing the pattern the, the, the trend and that was when I said hey you know what maybe th this is what something I'm supposed to help people with um, people who wants to you know it doesn't mean that they have to leave their job some people just want to like have a side hustle and then later on they will actually go into it full-time um, and but my job for me at the time was I was thinking hey this is what I want to do I, I must shorten people's learning curve so they don't spend years doing something that they don't feel fulfilled or happy with and you know they can immediately get started and what really you know light them up um and that was when i actually i would say found my purpose and i did this by asking this top three questions you know what are the top three dreams in my life at the moment at the time um so i came up with okay i want i want to be able to work flexible hours. I want to have more control over the amount of money that I make. I want to be able to, because I, I just had a baby that year and um, I wanted to have more time with my baby, you know, so on and so forth. And then that, that, that was the first thing that I asked myself. The second thing I asked myself, okay, Shohada, what would you do if you receive like a thousand dollars tomorrow? Would you still want to be having these dreams and doing these things that you said you're going to do? And the third thing, um, that I asked myself at the time was uh, what work or activity that gives me full satisfaction and makes me feel important. So um, for the listeners out there, if you are thinking um, like, how do I then identify my purpose after knowing, okay, I, it's wonderful. It's great. I know my personality, but then um, how do I dive deeper and get to know my real purpose in life? So perhaps you can start by asking these three same questions that I asked myself at the time. Yeah, so that's the three questions okay. I asked myself. All right. I, I really like that because, you know, it's like if money wasn't an object, would I still do this? Exactly, um, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. All right. I love that. So um, what else? What else do we need to consider? Um, okay, so those are the the questions that I ask myself. There, there are, actually, there's a list of questions. Oh, I, I would like to let you know as well, Larissa, that um, I do have like a, a guide that I've put together, like on how to identify your color personality, and also the questions that you uh, can you know ponder upon, ask yourself, exclusively for your for, for your listeners, for your audience. So um, this is something that I'll share with you after the show, if you'd like to I share think, it with I them. Think, I think that's great because I think, you know, the next step that comes up is, okay, I actually need to sit down and think about this. I actually need to go through this. And yep. especially those last three things that you just said at the end there, you know, uh, you need some time and some thinking to work that through. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So that would be super useful to be able to take that away and, and, and work on that. Wonderful. I'll, I'll share it with you, um, the link on how they can uh, have access to this guide. So, okay, so that's, that, that's a bit of a digression there. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. Good one. That. that was a good one. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we've got number one, identify your personality. Number two, the questions that you can ask yourself, um, which I've just shared. And the third thing for me is now that you know um, what your purpose is, 
um, like, you know, in my case, I, I knew that I wanted to shorten people's learning curve for those who want to make a career change or start something at the site. Um, after that, I had to consider also um, setting up parameters for the business that I'm in because I don't want to be just uh, doing, you know, doing, well, actually I did. Initially, my, my I would say, uh, my mistake was I started grabbing every single opportunity that came my way, you know, because I was just starting out and I was like, oh, I want to build this portfolio for myself. So any single speaking engagement I got, um, I would just grab it. I was just taking so much work. Um, and then I got exhausted and I didn't have the time that I wanted to have with my baby and my family, which is one of the reasons why I wanted But Remember the top three dreams are mentioned about, about mm. wanting to start the business. So again, I went back to like sitting down and asking myself a question, Shohada, this is not serving you. Then I started thinking, what do I have to do then? So that was when I realized I have to set my criteria that becomes the parameter for my business. So for example, if I get a speaking engagement offer from a certain kind of organization, which I don't resonate with, then I'm not going to say yes to that anymore. Um, or if I have to go travel somewhere and leave my baby behind um, for a cause that I don't feel close to my heart or, you know, something along those lines and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say yes to that anymore. So basically it's just about setting parameters so that you know um, what you're doing is actually in line with, with the dreams that you've identified earlier with the purpose. So um, otherwise you could end up just doing, you know, getting drowned in your work, which is something I think, again, Larissa, I, I was reading about your story and I think there's something you can relate to as well. Like when you first started your business, sure. you said you're working more in the business as opposed to on your business, right? I, I relate to that so, so much. And it really is uh, part of my story and purpose for helping mm. salon owners because that was my story. You know, you start to see some success mm -hmm. and things are going well. You start to get good feedback that you're working, doing the right thing. And before you know it, uh, you know, I really resonated when you said, you know, I could see opportunities and I was saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being sort of, um, I would say, dialed in to every opportunity. And I said yes to everything. And I saw opportunity everywhere. It's really exciting to be in that phase. Yeah. And, but you can't sustain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without going crazy, especially if you then um, have clients to serve, you have a family to serve, if you have other people in your life that you want to maintain relationships with, do you know? So yeah. at some point, choosing what you say no to becomes very powerful for you in business. Definitely, so really, yeah. Really, really, really resonate with that and putting some, some boundaries around. And I guess I, I remember a time when the, thinking that I could set my own working boundaries my own parameters was mm -hmm. foreign I didn't I didn't know that you could do that <laughs> yeah you mean I can choose to work nine till three because I've got school-aged children but my business is open till eight o'clock at night or whatever mm -hmm. do you know um mm -hmm. I think breaking down those walls of actually when you're the business owner you actually can choose yeah are there consequences because of those choices for sure but nothing's un, un, nothing can't be overcome with enough planning or organization so um, yeah, I resonate with that one a lot. 
Exactly. And, you know, um, I was reading about, about your, your story, how you felt like as a business owner, you should be seen working, seen working harder than everybody yeah. else on your team. And I was like, oh my God, like, thank God I wasn't the only one feeling this way yeah. because I was there too at one point. And I felt like, oh, I have to, I have to do more. I have to do extra. I have to like set a good example for my staff that, you know, I'm working harder than you guys. And, but you know what, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do the whole company um, any favors because as, as you've already found out and I found out that as, as the leader, as the boss, that we have to be the one to kind of like delegate overseas so that the company can actually grow further, right? For sure. So there's, there's two parts to it, right? There is, there is the role that we miss when we do that of mm -hmm. missing being the leader and the visionary and the one that's, I call it like climbing up the mast of the ship and looking out with the, with the binoculars, like actually mm -hmm. see where you're going. Like that's actually a role. That's yep. a job. It's just that it, you don't get a tick. You can't write it on a list and get a tick that it's done because it's always, you know, so it's a different mindset. But the mm -hmm. other thing that I learned was that when you're in there trying to do all the things, you actually take away opportunities from your staff. Yeah, yeah that's, that's annoying. Thing. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, that's annoying to them. They want to grow. They want to progress. And when you're trying to show them that you're as busy or busier than, than, than them, mm -hmm. actually you're stunting not only stunting the vision or the direction of the business, you're stunting the growth of your team. Yep. Yeah. And I've got a, <laughs> I have a team now that says to me, Larissa, you shouldn't be doing that. Give it to me. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, you're quite right. You know, <laughs> as you were. <laughs> Basically, they're saying, get out the way, Larissa. Off you go. <laughs> go and climb up your mast. Off you. <laughs> yeah. And I think as, um, like you said, a, a visionary entrepreneur, that's like a dream team to work with, you know? It allows you to do a lot of other things that, you know, that the, the free time that you have, you can do so, so much stuff, like personally for your work, you know? Um, it's just, it's a dream. It's a dream for, uh, I think for every visionary, for every entrepreneur, that is the goal that they should be heading towards. Yeah. I think we forget that we're actually thinking about our business even when we're not working and so yeah. really we're working. And so I know for me, I come up with my best ideas or solutions or problem solve when I'm not doing tickable tasks, mm. I'm walking or I'm out doing things with people. And it's when I'm in the white space that mm. I actually solve all the problems of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we need, to, we need to build that in intentionally, I think. And, and I think that it also goes into like part of the, the parameter I was telling about to help to build a parameter, right? So also not just about the work or the opportunities that you take, but also like setting up parameters like um, I'm only going to go and uh, do this a few times in a week because then it gives you more time to do the other stuff, right? Uh, which is, again, I think uh, it's also a story of your life, a story of my life. That's what I started doing as well. Um, so it's parameters, not just about the, the business aspect in terms of the opportunities, but like um, the the working hours, um, what exactly that you want to do, how many times a day and, and actually do something, what exactly that you want to do or what are the things that you, you say your team should be doing instead of you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love those. I think they're very relevant, very on point. Mm. Know your personality, figure out what gives you joy and set parameters around that. Um, so 
you can have a life and don't work yourself to the bone, but also for other people in your team. Exactly. I love it. All right. As a business owner, tell us, what do you have a quote or a mantra or something that you live by that you can share with us? Okay. Uh, let's start with a, with a quote. <clears throat> um, this is a quote that uh, happens to be the name of my company as well. See, MyReal is actually an acronym, Master Yourself, Revamp Your Life, M-Y-R-Y-L. And that is a, a quote or mantra that I live by since I discovered my true calling. Um, my, I, I find that it's very important that when you, you learn more about yourself, you know your strength, you know your weaknesses as well, because that's important to know, then you can learn to overcome them, right? And you know your potential. So you're able to master yourself and then you can basically do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, and that is, it's, to me, is very powerful. And you will be able to revamp your life, you'll be able to revamp the lives of those around you, people who are um, relying on you, you're like, you know, your family, your staff. And it's also going to be the one to revamp your business. So master yourself, revamp your life. That's my business quote. I love that. I really love that. That's so cool. And how great that you can turn that into your business name. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. What is a resource that you have listened to, read lately that, that we, must, we must get? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is something that I highly recommend for everyone, regardless whether you're, you're just starting out a business, thinking to start a business, or already in a business. Um, the book, uh, it's, it's actually a book. The book that I would recommend for everyone to read is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, to me, this is like a personal development classic. Um, I don't know, Larissa, have you, have you had a chance have, to read this book before? Read. Yes, I have. Yeah. So this is, to me, it's a classic. And I love um, the things in there because it's not just like factual things like, okay, you have to be organized. You got to have this, this, this. But it's also spiritual almost because it tells you and like things like on, on how thoughts become things. And it actually does explain in all the experiences of the successful people who did that Um and having auto-suggestion, like, you know, like what we call now having affirmation, how does that help you to, and how it boosts your confidence and help you do more. So I would definitely recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill for everyone, for anyone who's listening right now. Very good. Now, you also shared a resource uh, with us earlier, which I will um, put the link on the show notes of this podcast. So thank you for that. I think that's going to really help us turn this sort of ideas into actually action implementation. So that's great. It's, it's right. my pleasure. So tell us, where can we find you and stalk you online so we can <laughs> kind of learn more about you? <laughs> Okay, uh, well, you can stalk me at my Instagram or my company's Instagram. So I'm just going to share both. Uh, the company's Instagram is myreal.co uh, at myreal.co, uh, M-Y-R-Y-L.co. And the other one is uh, Shuhada Alaudin. Um, I, I, I will share with you, Larissa, as well, like how to spell the entire thing. So perhaps you can share it with them in your, in, your, in your site. Yeah. And uh, as for website, you can check out myreal.co m-y-r-y-l.co so you get to know more about me you get to know exactly that i do the programs that i offer and all this wonderful stuff 
All right. I really appreciate that was a really great, interesting and very relevant chat, I think, for many of the people that uh, are listening. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And I, I thank you once again for having me uh, as your guest for the Salon Owners Collective podcast, Larissa. I really, really appreciate this um, opportunity to be your guest. To be honest, um, this is my first uh, podcast interview. Uh, and I, I was so excited to do this. And yes, and so thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Okay, and that's a wrap. Did you love that story today? I always reflect on my own story and realizing my true purpose. And so I do love to hear what other people's journeys are like. Do you know yours? Like what's blocking you if you don't? Have a think about that. I'd love to hear more from you about what your purpose is. Are you living your purpose? I think we should chat more about this. So knowing your purpose is such a huge part of moving the needle when it comes to your business, right? So I think it's something that's really important to cover. Jump over into Messenger. Let me know. You know that's where I hang out. So uh, I'm not sure if you remember, last week I mentioned I was making an action planner, a marketing action plan starting with a quiz. It's been so much fun to make. And if you're still not sure what exactly you need to be doing around your social media marketing to drive clients into your business, well, then this is for you. So you get some clarity on what it is you should be working on and maybe what to ditch and find out exactly what you're nailing already and exactly what you need to be moving forward on. It's ready. I'm so excited. It's based on my five-step marketing strategy called Turn Likes Into Bookings. This actually is the exact strategy we implement at Salon Owners Collective and at Salon Bot. Salon Bot, um, we guide salon owners and spa owners like yourself through the strategy and work alongside them to nail their social media. And of course, Salon Bot uses Messenger to do that. After all, the ultimate goal is to turn those online likes and those followers into real life bookings, right? There's no point doing all the social media stuff if nobody's booking with you. And too often I see all this activity and then it falls flat. So I don't want that to be, I don't want that to be your story. So take the quiz. I'm so, I'm so excited about it. It's been so much fun and I know you're going to love it. I've put a lot of work into it. So come and get your own action plan based on your answers. I'm going to leave the links in the show notes of this podcast, of course. But of course, I'm going to put it everywhere on our socials, on our dub, 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 on Instagram, on Facebook, on all the places. So hopefully it is nice and easy for you to find because that's one of my principles. Make it easy to do business with you. All right. I'll see you in Messenger. I'll see you in the quiz. And, uh, and uh, thanks for tuning in. I shall meet you in your earbuds again next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.